You're listening to Inner Buddha's Zen Entrepreneurs Podcast, and I'm your host, Trisha Shinko. I am your Reiki master teacher and emotional wellness coach from innerbuddha.ca. This is the podcast that will help you access the wisdom you hold inside that heals all things. My intention is to open and expand your mind and quite possibly blow your mind. So come join me on this crazy adventure. You're listening to Inner Buddha's Zen Entrepreneurs Podcast, and this is episode 69. Today's episode, I'm talking all about the life of an empath. I share all of my deep, dark secrets about my experiences, and I share a little story about um, how I experienced being an empath before finding out I was empath. It kind of was the thing that led me to finding out that I was an empath. So um, I share all my stories just so that you can better understand yourself if you identify as an empath. And if this is something that you've struggled with, then maybe you can find some comfort from knowing that you're not alone. So let's get to it. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today is a very interesting topic. So I'm going to say hello to Facebook, hello YouTube, and hello to everybody listening on the podcast. This is on all platforms, so everybody can get this information. So this is a really exciting topic today, and I felt really pulled to talk about this. Um, So I put together a whole bunch of... um, my experiences and, um, you know, just information for you guys to help you, uh, you know, sort out what's going on. Right. Um, so honestly, this topic actually gave me a lot of clarity on my own life and it really helped me to really kind of tune into who I was and why I was the way I was, right. Or M, I guess you could say, right. Um, it was just being blind, right? I was asleep. I didn't realize I was uh, not awake to the information that I now have that I'm going to now share with you. So if you are watching live or the replay, let me know, say hi. Um, Also leave all your comments. I want to know about your experiences too, if this relates to you, if anything that I say or share today that you really resonate with, let me know, because that is so important. And that will help me with my trainings, with my coachings, with my sessions, with the information that I give out, right? I want to know that I'm getting on the right topics. (laughs) Mm. Okay, so an empath. A lot of people have an understanding of what an empath is already. They know that an empath is very sensitive, very um, uh, just, just an emotional sponge. Really, that's the best way that I can describe it. And that's kind of what I've always described it as before. Um, There is a book, there's many books, by the way, if you ever want to kind of deep dive into this, you know, there's lots of information out there. Um, It's just, this is kind of just touching on the information just a little bit here, right? So there's a book that I came across that I was drawn to by Judith Orloff. So Dr. Judith Orloff, and it's called The Empath's Survival Guide, The Life Strategies for Sensitive People. And so I took some information out of there because she had some really good um, 
you know, traits and things, how she explains things in a really clear and concise way. So I decided to share that with you. So I did have a post actually a couple days ago about being an empath and what was your biggest issues in the group. So if you're not in the Facebook group and you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast, the Facebook group is called The Awakening Journey. And um, you can find it in the show notes or in the links in the comments below. So she describes an empath as having a lot of empathy, right? Very open-hearted. You can really connect with people's stories. This is like real life stories and in movies, in books. Like you just connect on a totally different level than you, anyone of your peers, right? Or if they're an empath too, maybe you connect with them even deeper, right? That's a big thing. Um, so having a lot of empathy, just understanding where people are coming from, right? You get it. You understand it because you can physically feel it that in your bones, like in your gut, right? And you just know in your heart, sometimes you take on a little too much. We're going to get into that. So um, one thing that Judith Orloff talks about is closeness and closeness and intimacy can actually be overwhelming. And it's interesting because this is not something that ever I was brought to my attention, my conscious attention, because I personally always struggled with relationships and friendships even. Friendships, I, I would get close with a friend and then I would pull away because some part of me was afraid that I would be seen for who I really am, which I didn't even know who I really was. So it was really difficult for me to open up to people because I I felt their pain and I didn't want to overburden them with my pain. Or maybe what I was really doing now, looking back in retrospect, maybe I was taking on some of their pain and reflecting it back to them. We're all mirrors for each other. <laughs> that is very possible. That was just an idea that popped into my head. So intimacy can be overwhelming, right? So that's the thing is just kind of paying attention to these parts of your life and how are they being affected? That's big, right? Um, a good thing about being an empath is that you have really good intuition. You can really like, you just know, right? And before, like I said, you have these gut feelings, right? You have these um, inklings, these intuition hits that you're like, nope, um, I know I can read between the lines. You can read between the lines very easily and you have a good bullshit meter. You can read between people's lies, right? You can know when somebody's telling the truth or somebody is lying, right? It's just, you don't have time for that, right? And if you're unaware of this, maybe you might be buying into it. But as soon as you are aware that you can see through their bullshit, then, um, you basically just don't have time for it anymore. That's all, right? Um, as an empath, you recharge in nature. Nature is a big, big part of your life, right? Um, for me, I know my greatest memories and where I feel the best is when we go camping. Get out in the woods, get into the dirt, you know, get out by the water, under the trees and, you know, under the stars and just be in nature, be a part of it. Because we feel on a totally different level. So when you are isolated away from everybody and you're in nature, because nature has this natural nurturing 
nature, right? It's nature. Um, but it also has that effect on you that really can be healing and charge you, right? So if you're really depleted, it's interesting because I could have a really hard camping experience where, you know, it could be raining or it could, you know, we just... It, we just have, um, you know, things that come up. We have animals coming in, skunks, porcupines, deer. I've had so many things, right? You, you, you get all of this stuff and it's just so recharging, no matter if it's good or bad, it feels so good, right? Just connecting with nature, being in that place, right? Um, one big trait of being an empath is that you don't do good in crowds. Crowds are not your thing. And it's interesting because I, I have, um, when I was younger, when I was a teenager, I was always around a lot of people. And I always had that social, like social awkwardness. I, I didn't know where it came from. I just knew I was just always socially awkward. My sister would point it out to me <laughs> and it, and I didn't know where it came from. And it's only because when I was in big crowds, I could feel and sense everybody's motions and what was going on and what they were actually hiding from the surface. They would appear, you know, on the surface, they would appear to be um, happy and go lucky and as a lot of people do. And then, but the thing was, is that I didn't know how to really talk to them or interact on a level, like just playful because I could sense that there was something deeper under the water. So it would make me feel awkward. And I'm like, I don't know how to address this. Right. So I didn't, and I would just be quiet and I would just kind of be like that observer observer in the corner. Um, but then I also have this really loud nature, which <laughs> plays, I guess, a role in that as well. But these are just things that I've noticed in my own life that I've had tendencies to, um, be, I was an empath. I've been an empath my entire life, but I, I didn't really discover it until, you know, just a few years ago, really. And me personally, I feel that I would have the dis, you know, like the disadvantage of not knowing that you're an empath is not being aware of when these cues or these triggers are happening, right? They're just happening and you don't have any control or power over them, right? So it's just about knowing, just learning more about it. And then it kind of gives you permission to be who you are truly on the inside, which is a big thing, right? Um, another trait that you may notice as an empath is you don't like conflict. Conflict is something that you kind of just stay away from. And it's only because you don't really want to pick a side because you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings because you know how hard it feels when you get your feelings hurt, right? You know how it, how bad it is. Um, that's a big thing that I found that what affected me a lot. And I was raised in a very conflicting um, family and everyone was always fighting. And I, and now looking back, I can see why I chose that family so that I could overcome that obstacle, right? That part of my life. Um, and then, of course, as an empath, you tend to isolate, right? You pull away from everybody. Um, you also have a hard time setting boundaries. That's big. Just if you don't set boundaries, honestly, what happens is you 
drain yourself. You get so depleted and so tired. And then you try to keep on giving because you feel like you haven't given enough, but yet you have nothing more to give, right? It's this crazy paradox that um, we deal with as empaths, which is crazy. Um, and a big thing is that you sometimes find it tough to cope with sensory and emotional overload. That's a big thing. And that has a tendency to come up, of course, if you're in big crowds, a lot of people, right? Um, you can definitely get sensory overload there. And which is why you want to stay away from big crowds and big events and things like that. Um, I know when I was younger, I always pushed myself to these places and these things. And um, then I would find myself heavily medicating myself with drugs and alcohol because I didn't know how to handle the emotions that or the energy that was coming at me, right? So if you find that you've done that in your life as well, it it tends to be a crutch for empaths, I find, is um, you can use sex, drugs, and alcohol as um, coping mechanisms to get through the overstimulated, over-emotional overload, right? So much over. So... The thing is, though, with an empath, those are just some of the traits, right? But the thing is, is that there's a lot of good that comes with it because people are naturally drawn to you and they come to you with personal stories. They feel comfortable just opening up, right? And, you know, telling you how they feel, what they're experiencing, what they're going through, because usually you can relate because either A, if you haven't been through it, you can feel it from them. So you totally get, you're on page what they're talking about, what they're going through, right? So people just naturally are magnetic to you, magnetized, <laughs> attracted. I don't know how else to say it. Um, and then when you're around others, though, you, of course, you're picking up on that energy, right? You're always picking up, you're reading the room. And, um, you know, if you walk into a room where somebody just had a fight, it's palpable. Like you can feel it and you can taste it and you can, you just know that the vibes are not good. Right. So it's just being able to understand and comprehend, you know, what is yours and what is not. And I think that is the biggest thing too. Um, there's, there's just so much, you know, like when you're around certain people, you end up doing things that you don't end up doing, you know, just to try to fit in almost because again, there's that awkward, socially awkwardness that you have. And, um, I found I've, I did that a lot when I was a teenager was, you know, falling into things that I didn't usually, I wouldn't normally do on my own. Right. It was only because I was under influence of others or, um, you know, trying to cope with not, understanding why I felt the way I felt, you know, that was, that was really hard. Um, so really being an empath. So we came to this earth with a mission, right? We chose this path, whether you know it or not. Um, so before we come to earth, we meet with the council. So the council, and we also make contracts and arrangements with all the other souls that we come into contact with in this life, right? Um, and we actually have that setting, the emotional setting, the emotional sensing setting in our 
physical body setting to be a little bit higher than others, right? We chose this because this is the experience that we wanted to experience when we came to earth. And then with that also comes a really, a, you know, like it's a superpower almost. And once you start to understand why we chose this, why this is something that um, you're experiencing, that you're going through, being an empath, it it can be a little bit of a detriment until you start to understand it, right? Um, just knowing that you have been given this, it's a gift. It's really a gift. If anything, that is exactly how I look at it now. Because being an empath means that you can feel other people, right? But then you can also empower other people because you can understand them in a way that may, they may not even understand themselves. And that is big. And that is what I do with my coaching, with my clients. And um, that's why I do what I do. And if I didn't go down this path, and if I didn't choose this, I, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be sitting here in front of you talking about it right now. I know I want to share with you a little story about before I found out I was an empath. So I used to go to, um, I have these friends, we would go for dinner every other weekend, like we would get together all the time, right? We would have drinks, have dinner, just kind of catch up and hang out. And um, for a while, it was really good. It was really fun. And then all of a sudden, when we would get together, I would start feeling like shortness of breath, like almost like huffy, puffy, like, like there was this heaviness on my chest every time we would get together. Now, I didn't really notice, like, I didn't notice it was us getting together that created this because this happened a lot in my life. And um, I, you know, I worked at a high sensory job in a call center with tons of people. So I thought maybe it was just, you know, that energy that I was bringing with me. But every time we would get together with these people, um, more and more, I was noticing that the energy was different. And I didn't know it was the energy back then. All I knew is that I didn't feel good. And at one point, even we were sitting down at supper and across the table, I looked at the one couple that we were with and I just felt so weird and I felt so off. And I'm like, what is this? Like I started getting nauseous and like really like almost sick to my stomach and like almost blacking out because it was so, it, it was such a heavy, heavy energy. And then a couple months later, we found out that the husband had an affair and has been having an affair for about eight months and is still with that woman. So needless to say, I felt the tension between the relationship that we didn't even, it wasn't even aware. Like it wasn't even talked about. Nobody even knew, right? It wasn't, it was way before they even found out that this was happening. But all I could tell is just every time we got to dinner, every time we got together, it was getting worse and worse and worse. And I didn't know why. And the husband even said to me one time, he's like, why are you so huffy puffy today? Like, why are you having, like, why are you short of breath? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, what's wrong with you? 
you know, and it was, it was this crazy feeling. And this was way before I even found out that I was an empath. And these are just things that I've kind of picked up in my life that I've noticed and I realized. And at the time when I was feeling that, I thought it was something that I was going through. I took it as my own problem. And I, then I started fighting with my husband, picking fights out of nowhere because I, that energy was attached to me. Like I just, it's a, it was like a sponge. I'm a sponge for this. Right. So, um, that was one really, uh, really crazy experience that I really stood out to me. And it still does because then I look back now and look at that experience and realize that it wasn't me at all. It was what I was picking up from this couple, right? It was so crazy. It was so empowered. Like it was just powerful, very powerful. Um, but then it also looked back at high school, you know, when you were younger, you're at a stage where you're unsure, you're already feeling, you know, just sensitive and not too sure of yourself. And then you add being an empath on top of that. I isolated just as much as I put myself out there with people, right? In situations and parties and medicating myself, right? It, it, it was interesting because when I had to pull away, I would take a few days. It would take a few days for me to kind of come back and then feel good enough to be with my friends again, right? It was crazy. It was, it's just crazy. Just thinking of, you know, all of the things that brought me here, and those experiences, it it really just makes sense now. Everything just makes sense. It, I understand it on a totally different level, right? So I'm sharing my stories with you so that if you have experiences in your own life, then it might check out the couple boxes and make things, help you make sense of things, right? Um, and help you to understand your own self in a better way in a, in a more deeper way. Right. So I'm just, I'm really grateful for just knowing that now I can be sensitive. I can cry and not feel guilty about it. I can take time to myself and not feel guilty or, you know, I can take time to go I make plans. This, this is the, now I make plans on purpose to go out into nature and be by water because that I is something that I know that charges me, that resets my battery. Right. And it's just all about understanding what helps with what you're dealing with. Right. Because not everything that you're experiencing is really yours. That's the thing. And that's what going to dinner with those couples really taught me was that a lot of the stuff that I experienced or I felt bad about or I carried with me for days and days and days um, or years really was I was just unaware of how to channel this energy for good instead of just soaking it up and holding it in my body, right? Holding it in my body is what caused my anxiety and my depression. Now, I can tell you after going to dinner with these people for a few years, um, it wasn't just that, to be honest, there was so many other things, so many other factors that came into play that caused my depression, that caused my heavy anxiety. I got to the point where I was medicating on antidepressants because I didn't know how to cope with it. And a lot of empaths turn to this because they don't know any other way to make it better. 
right? They don't understand it. And there's not a lot of information out there that you can turn to. I mean, nowadays, I feel that there's a lot more coming out. So it's a lot, a little bit more easier, only maybe because now that I know about it, I'm aware of it, you know, and that's the thing too, is just kind of like the more you know, the better you can get a hold of it. So what I teach in my awakening coaching series is how to channel that energy that you soak up from other people, other situations, and you know, other things, how to channel that into good energy, how to use it for the better to transform it into something that you can use instead of something that drains you that burns you out, right. And it also really helps with the overthinking and overdoing and overgiving and all of this stuff, right? Because the more you understand what it is that drives you, that makes you tick, the better aware you are going to be able to handle the things that happen to you in your life. And that's big. That is so big. So I just wanted to share these um, ideas with you, these concepts and these um, experiences so that maybe if you're suffering or if you're having a hard time with something in your life, maybe there's something else behind it. Maybe, just maybe, this is something that you can actually turn around for the good. This is something that you can actually work to your advantage and use for you and see what you can do with it, right? So learning how to use your intuition is big because we all have intuition. But the good thing about being an empath and a highly sensitive person is that our intuition is actually tuned up and that dial is a little bit higher for us. So it's a lot more easier for you to tap in and um, use this superpower that we have. And that's, again, something that I can teach you in the Awakening Coaching Series. So um, that's it for me today. I just wanted to share my thoughts and, you know, maybe help somebody out there. And if this is something that you want to dive a little bit deeper on, if you want to actually learn how to channel this energy into something better for yourself, how to use it to for your advantage instead of your disadvantage, definitely message me, get a hold of me, let me know, because that is something that we can work with together. All right. So that is it for me. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Thank you so much for being here. And I will see you again very soon. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and listening to today's episode. If you found value in today's episode, please don't hesitate to share your review. Your feedback is so important to me. And feel free to share this episode with those who you believe that will benefit from it. Remember, sharing is caring, right? So to learn more about me and how I can help you, please visit www.innerbuddha.ca. And you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Inner Buddha Zen. Much love.